Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hour number two of the Get Right. We're Reggie KG on 105. Three of the fan. Kevin Gray, Reginald Atatula. That's right. Larry D. Flores holding it down for you here on this Thursday night. Appreciate you joining us on Odyssey and the Odyssey app. The truckwreck.com text line 877-881-1053. 877-881-1053 if you want to get in. On the conversation, we're live on YouTube and on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Dallas Fan Cam, where you can hang out with the Twolos in the Twitch chat all night long. We're with you until 11 o'clock tonight as game two between the Nuggets and the Lakers already underway in Denver. Star is going to be in action in game one of the West Final starting tomorrow. Your Rangers off today before they welcome in the Colorado Rockies. By the way, happy belated 72nd birthday to our man, Eric Nadell, mm. who just celebrated uh, his birthday. The Baseball Hall of Famer, of course, continuing to wish him well as he continues uh, to fight and do what he has to do to uh, continue to get better. So shout out to Eric Nadell and uh, celebrating his 72nd birthday. Did not realize that, but I probably should have. And also realizing, forgot to send him a text, so <laughs> we might be doing that in the break. Well, by the way, Eric looked good. Look good, man. If if I can look half as good as Nadell is at at seventy two, I'm doing something, doing something right. I mean, look, he gets to go to the ballpark and watch baseball all the time. I feel like that does something good for your soul, for your Probably. spirit. Yeah, <laughs> it does. Uh, Jay Cornegy, the VP of Race and Sportsbook Operations for the Sportsbook, going to be joining us here momentarily here on the Get Right. Before we get to him, though, hey YouTube, uh. What's up? Yeah, this is very interesting because I know me personally on when I'm watching pretty much any sports, when I'm doing anything, I probably have an issue. I'm always on Twitter. Um, And I started seeing folks like uh, tweeting at Turner or at TNT. Like, hey, man, fix your app. And I was like, fix your streaming. I was like, what's happening? Because I'm watching this game perfectly fine. Like, I see everything great, although I'm not using specifically TNT or anything. Um, so I'm like, all right, you know, everything's cool on my end. I wonder what's happening for them. Sucks to suck. Like maybe it's your TV or something. And I saw more and I saw more. And it, it came, it, I came to find out that apparently this is a YouTube TV thing. So apparently during game one of the Eastern Conference Finals last night, um, YouTube TV, which, you know, allowed you to stream all the all the games. That's, right. that's the whole point of it. Um, people that were watching it started getting the commercial for The Little Mermaid, which, hey, you know. You get the commercial for the little mermaid, mermaid, you know, Disney property. It makes sense. The problem is when you keep getting the commercial over <laughs> and over 
and over again. And apparently, it just like someone said at one point, they were watching The Little Mermaid for five minutes. Five minutes? Same five minutes during the NBA game. And that was at the point. Like I don't think oh, it was like resolved no. at that point. They just kept watching it, watching it, watching it. And apparently, it wasn't until 427 a.m. Eastern today that they that they fixed YouTube TV completely. Oh no, <laughs> no, 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 no. And the reason why is like, hey on, hey on now. Um YouTube TV. New broadcasting partner with, uh, oh, that's right, the NFL. Oh, I forgot about that. This coming season. I forgot about that. Oh, NFL my God. NFL Sunday ticket. Could you imagine if something like that happened in the middle of a Cowboy game? They're going to burn something down. Oh. Something will be burned down. Okay. Not good. YouTube TV, get it together. Real quick, though. If you had to, like, if there was somewhere you're just like, hey, man, I'm going to need you to sit down and watch this commercial for 10 minutes straight. Is there a commercial that you can think of where you're like, yeah, I'll do that? Like, you have to. You have to sit down and watch this commercial over and over again for 10 minutes. Uh, Is there one you can think of where you're like, yeah, I'll be fine? The old Budweiser What's Up commercial? Really? Yeah. The What's Up commercial. Okay. Yeah. All right. I could laugh at that, for I guess, for a little while, I guess. I don't know. Larry, you got one? One come to mind? I'll let you know. I'm thinking about it. Okay. <laughs> Someone said the old Geico Caveman commercials. You got to pick one, though. Oh. Mm, we got to run this yeah, on loop. Yeah, exactly. Um, but YouTube TV, fix it. I was like, maybe the like mic. You know what I mean? Oh, that's a good one. Maybe. Um, and maybe our next guest has a has a submission on this. Uh, well, let's do that. Uh, right now, joining us via the Diamond Factory Hotline, live in Vegas via Zoom, Jay Cornegy, the Vice President of Race and Sportsbook Operations for the Sportsbook. Um, do you have a commercial, Jay, that you would watch for 10 minutes on loop if you had to? Uh you know, I heard the conversation before you, you looped me in here and I was like thinking about it. I, ha- I might have to go back to those old Dorito commercials, oh. if you remember. Yeah. I'm yeah. Trying, I'm trying and, to remember which one I would go with. Yeah. There was, there's, it was a, let's just say um, a couple of females that seemed to be very nice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Um. And uh, they, uh, um, I think they were washing a car. I you know can't what? Remember? You, you, I mean, that's, you don't say anymore. Yeah, yeah. You, yeah I, I don't think you can miss there. Someone else yeah. also mentioned Victoria's Secret. I see what you're oh, on. Oh, here's the one. From the, the two one. one four, there the Terry is. Tate offense linebacker. Yeah, yep. I can watch that a few times. I can watch that. This is actually a great, yeah. a great submission on the low from the eight one seven. The lint liquor. <laughs> Who are you calling a cootie queen? You lint liquor. That one's hilarious. That's an elite commercial. But That's Jay, good. we appreciate wow. you taking a little time to hang out with us. Uh, I didn't think that this is how we were going to start, but you know what? That's what happens on the get right. Um, but yeah. uh, we've got some. Oh. W- w- we got some stars hockey. We are uh, on our end. We'll call uh-huh. it stars hockey. I imagine you'll call it Golden Knights hockey. Right. But we've got some Western Conference Finals hockey going on. Like, what is the action looking like on? You know, Buzz on in Vegas. Hockey, yes, on hockey betting when we get to this level of uh, the Stanley Cup playoffs. Well, talking about the particular series between the Knights and the Stars, it very interesting betting pattern so far. We we opened the uh, Knights a slight favorite for the series. It was a dollar forty. It got as high as dollar fifty five, but over the last twenty four hours we started to receive a lot of stars action mm. and it's driven the line all the way down to 135 
on the night. So um, our opening number was 140, but now it's down to 135. So it's pretty balanced, but I'm a little surprised. I mean, especially where we're located here, uh, that we've re- received that much stars action, um, you know, on the series. So um, Dallas is getting its own support, not not only in this jurisdiction, I should say, other jurisdictions and other states that we, we operate in other seven other states. We've seen some stars money come in on this series price. What has been the reaction to the Golden Knights being back in the Western Conference final, looking to this time do what they couldn't do in 2020, get past the stars and get themselves to a Stanley Cup final? What's been the feeling collectively there in Vegas around this team? Well, I they obviously they're bringing with confidence right now. They've uh, you know the the big hurdle there uh, everybody was pointing at was the Edmonton Oilers. So the um, you know the, everybody's reminding them about what happened in 2020. Everybody's reminding these so-called uh, I mean they're I, I mean they're hyper fans right now. They are ready to go and. Everybody that is have has two feet on the ground has said, guys, be careful. You know, the stars are very, very well balanced. They have four lines they can stick out there. And I think they were three and oh against the stars or three and oh against the Knights this season. Mm-hmm. Plus, uh, in 2020, they couldn't get by them in the bubble. So the stars have somewhat had the Knights number in recent years. And then you got the, uh, Peter DeBoer, he has got he's got knowledge of how these t- uh, players play, what their weaknesses are, what their strengths are. So I can understand why some of those sharp bettors out there have bet Dallas in this series. Well, um, you're big Vegas guy all the way around, and one of the things I wanted to talk about, and my partner knows this, we start talking about uh, stadium financing and things. My ears perk up. Uh, we it was brought to everyone's knowledge, public knowledge, that the A's are you know looking at possibly moving to Vegas. And recently, we learned that uh the city of Vegas or like you know the municipality locally was only willing to put in a certain amount compared to what uh the A's would require or want in order to build a stadium there in the general area. Like, what is the local perception on the idea of the A's coming to town for Vegas? It's it's pretty interesting because. Uh, you know, there's so much coverage on that and, you know, it's difficult to filter out what's accurate and what's not. Mm-hmm. And you, you have, you know, you have polls that say 70% of Las Vegans are in favor of the stadium and are, are willing to pay, you know, $400 million worth of tax funds to support the stadium. And then you have others that are completely opposite of that. So it's it's really tough to get a gauge of where I, I'm probably, you know, like most things, it's somewhere in the middle there. So I the city is, I know a lot of the city officials are excited and, and willing to um, move forward. I'm not sure about the number 400, you know, million right. dollars public money to support the stadium, but they certainly want a major league baseball team here. They have uh, concessions on the ownership of the uh, the lot um, that they're looking at, which is on Las Vegas Boulevard and Tropicana Avenue, where the uh, currently the the Tropicana Hotel yeah. Casino is located. I believe that's Valley Gaming that has you know the relationship there. Yeah, it, it's a it's a perfect location, and, and you know the backdrop would be the Strip, 
as it would face from southeast to uh, northwest. Uh, that would be perfect for for the viewing area. But it, it's all going to come down to how much are they willing to pay or commit, you know, as far as public funds towards the stadium. And the reports, guys, I get out there are just very inconsistent. So um, we'll just have to wait and see. I'm as a baseball fan, I'm very excited to it, to have a baseball team here. But I'm not sure if I'm all in favor of right. 400 million public funds going to another stadium or ballpark. We're, we're talking to Jay Cornegie. He's the VP. Um, oh, my goodness. I, was, I did the KG thing, right? Wow. VP of Racing Sportsbook wow. Operations at the Superbook. Yeah, 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 yeah. I All got right. it. It took me a second. But um, I would like your personal opinion here because one thing I think about Vegas is like, hey, man, there's always something going on. And with baseball, there's just so many games, and particularly with that organization, the ways that they have, you know, maybe not always spent all the money or done the things to build a team that is costly contender. How do you view the idea of the A's being the team in Vegas, considering that there's always another game in town or something bigger happening? Like, what what are the prospects of this in reality in your mind? Even though I'd love a baseball team, you know, here in Las Vegas, you know, A's wouldn't be my first choice. Right. I mean, looking at their history and it's a little concerning because um, Vegas is a, a very small market. Um, when you talk about a pro, you know, city, a pro franchise city, it, it's only, it's probably about 2.3 million, um, not counting the tourists. And we understand the factor that they would play in, in uh, um, you know, building a, uh, a ballpark here and moving a franchise here. Um, but if they don't have, success on the field i'm very concerned i i'm just not sure if they would support it now if they try to win that's a different story but if they don't and just try to uh produce uh, listen i'm a rockies fan mm -hmm. so i know okay. all about just being a team <laughs> <laughs> shipping nolan arenado down the river and such <laughs> get it i was like i i just don't want to go down that road again and but they're very fortunate in denver the Monforts are because the the venue is so fantastic and they it's a family atmosphere and they still get 30,000 fans in there, even though they're going to lose 100 you know games this year. Um, however, I don't know if they're going to be able to get away with that in Las Vegas, even counting the estimated 400,000 fans that they anticipate coming in from out of town to, you know, for each season for uh, baseball here in Vegas. So I'm not convinced, guys. I, I think they would have to it, it produce a winner, um, a consistent contender for it to uh, succeed. Texas Rangers opening up a series against the Colorado Rockies starting tomorrow. Uh, so we'll get to see Jay's Rockies take on our Texas Rangers starting tomorrow and over the weekend. Final one for me before we let you go here. It is a big weekend, not just with the NBA playoffs, Stanley Cup, Western Conference final there between the Golden Knights and the Stars, but it's also Preakness weekend. So if you've got you know a little bit of advice for somebody who may be looking to uh, you know maybe lay some money down, may just a uh, you you, ask, you asking the house to give some advice here? Well, no, I'm just saying like <laughs> we got the expert here, so you know just trying to maybe see if we can help out some people. Mage, uh, the Kentucky Kentucky Derby winner, eight to five favorite, number three post on Saturday. Uh, what are you looking at when it comes to the Preakness this weekend? Well, I, first of all, I'm a little disappointed on the field and, you know, horse racing in general, because here you got 
Mage is a was a fifteen to one favorite or fifteen to one odds, I should say, not favorite. Fifteen to one odds to to win the Derby comes in, cashes in. All right, obviously moves on to the Preakness. However, none of the other Derby entrants moved on to the Preakness. It's not like I mean you would see that when you have a dominating horse mm-hmm. or no one run against that horse, but he was fifteen to one. You know going uh you know into the gate and so um i'd, I'd like to see a bigger field but here i'll give you mage I, I i gotta go with i gotta go with Mage. i gotta go with the kentucky derby winner even though i don't really like that price so i'm gonna probably throw him in a few exotics uh mix it up a little bit and see if i can catch a price there all right you you got you, that? Wow, you, you actually you, you good? Look, I, I I'm Jay, trying to hit, look. We I'm are surprised. a complete sports show here, okay? So we got the Preakness this weekend. No, I I, I, mean, we, I, I appreciate cover it all here. I appreciate the horse racing. I just just like he's he's trying to make sure that they win. He his his money is invested in the Jay house. Jay seems winning. like a man of the people. Jay is so, a man of the people. You know, and I appreciate so Jay I appreciate giving us that. Us out. Jay, this is a fantastic interview. You give us great uh great information and uh, perspectives as always. I was just surprised KG was like, I'm going to put you in this place. To go I knew, against I knew the, Jay the can handle place. it. My man can handle it. That's I knew, a I knew point. Can handle yeah, it. Yeah, that's a good point. I, I can handle horse racing because you know what? It's strictly commission for the Las Vegas sports books. Mm. They don't. They're not going to win uh, or lose. They get st- strictly commission on handle for horse racing. Wow. So even though I give out winners, which I rarely do, um, but <laughs> you're welcome, uh, KG. <laughs> It's a, it's great. It's a great product for the, the, the operators out here in Las Vegas because we get strictly commissioned. It's about 19.5% of the handle. And uh, it's it's a no sweat situation for all the bookmakers out here. Sports is a different story because it's us against the patrons out there. But horse racing, strictly commissioned. So I can give out a few winners on the horse racing side. Sports side, maybe a little different. All right. Well, we appreciate you doing that and more talking to me about the A's, talking to my guy about the stars. It's always great to have you on, Jay. Thanks, guys. There he goes. Jay Cornegan, the vice president of race and sportsbook operations for the Superbook. Good enough to join us here on the Get Right. Official friend of the Get Right and 105. Three times, the fan. That's three right. times official fan? That's right. Okay. Shout out to our man, Tim Collins. Appreciate him <laughs> helping us out here on this Thursday night. It's the Get Right we Reggie KG on 105.3 The Fan. It's often said it takes three years to properly evaluate a draft. So, CD, Trayvon, how do you evaluate the Cowboys and the rest of the 2020 NFL draft? We'll talk about it next on The Get Right. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. It's been three years since the 2020 NFL draft. How do we evaluate it? What the hell was LeBron James doing just now? Being old. <laughs> Breakaway. <laughs> Supposed to dunk it? Just lost the basketball. Was he trying to go up for a reverse? Oh, oh, he tried to reverse. LeBron! He tried to get a reverse windmill. It's the get right with Reggie KG on 105 through the fan where LeBron went full old man. He's shacking the fool. And he tried to reverse. He's shacking the fool. On a breakaway dunk and it went awry. Not so much. Uh, things going well otherwise, though, for the Lakers so far. In the first half, they start the second quarter on a 9-0 run. They are up now 40, up 40 to 32 with 7.46 left in the first half. Rui Hachimura think he's somebody entirely different. He might think he Kobe tonight. Um, but one of the things about it, him being out there, being you know, being good, it's moved Anthony Davis to where that he can guard Aaron Gordon. Now he can roam off, and I saw a possession to go. He comes off and like um, gets a block. With help side defense, mm-hmm. right? Like that's something that he couldn't do when he's having to stick tightly to Nikola Jokic. And on the other end, what happens is you have another big out there in Rui Hachimura that maybe they put Aaron Gordon on. Now Aaron Gordon's not in the paint because Rui Hachimura is going to sit on the wing because he's been knocking down shots. And that changes the dynamics of it. This is playoff basketball. There is a move, there's a counter move in the ways that these things go. And uh, that's what makes it so interesting for me personally. We'll keep you up to date on everything happening at Ball Arena in Denver. Again, Lakers at 40-32 with 7.46 left in the first half. How do we evaluate, though, the 2020 NFL draft as the Cowboys continue their offseason preparations for the 2023 NFL season after coming off a rookie minicamp? Regular minicamp going to be underway here soon as well. Stephen Jones talking to the media. It feels like the Cowboys have an event going on at every single day of every point of the year. That's right. Uh, Steven was talking because they announced an event they're going to be having uh, with the, was it the professional? PBR. Yeah. Professional bull, bull riders, riders, you know, at some point. Yeah. So, you know. I believe that AT&T Stadium will host the final of some event that I'm sorry, I'm not a PBR fan. Like I, Look, you got to cut me some slack. I'm watching all sorts of sports. PBR just <laughs> is a little bit beyond my bandwidth. I apologize. But they are having the final of some event at AT&T Stadium and thus the Cowboys are going to flaunt it and give him an opportunity and give the likes of our friends John Machoda and That's all right. sorts of other beat writers an opportunity to stick a phone into <laughs> his face and record audio. By the way, speaking of John Machoda, if you missed his spot today with Sean and RJ mm, just this morning. Ste- stealing our friends. Uh, <laughs> make sure you hit the rewind button on the Odyssey app to check out uh, his uh, great interview with Sean and RJ and Bobby this morning on Sean and RJ. But the Cowboys, though, are going into a very important year because... Don't point at me. You're going to let me... I'm going to set you up so you can get ready to present us with this next piece of content. You're a presenter. (laughs) I'm the presenter. I'm DJ Khaled. I'm out here, you know, facilitating, producing, bringing it all all together. You 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 present to me, dog. You got it. (laughs) You the man. Um, Because CeeDee Lamb... Up for a contract extension, Trayvon Diggs entering the final year of his rookie deal. Going to be an unrestricted free agent at the end of the season. If he does not get a deal done, 
But both of those gentlemen, part of what was the 2020 NFL draft class, how are we evaluating not just those two, but the rest of that particular class now that we are three years removed from said class? Yeah, we had an opportunity now to see some things, get a good understanding of what's happening here, and so we can look at it. Um, obviously, your first pick, 17 overall, is C.D. Lamb. Uh, how do we want to do this? We want to just do like... Do we want to do a thumbs up, thumbs down, pass, fail? Do we want to do like a grade? How do we want to go about these various picks for the Dallas Cowboys? Uh, we can go thumbs up, thumbs down. Yeah. All right. Uh, C.D. Lamb, I'm, I'm, I have a strong feeling I know how this one goes. Thumbs up, thumbs up, everybody. Thumbs up. Double thumbs up. Oh, two thumbs up. That's right. Um, you might borrow a thumb and get a third thumbs up. I mean, up. he was a second team all pro. So That's two. the thing, right? Like you took this dude fell to you. He was with what third or fourth wide receiver taken in that draft. Oh, man, let's run that down. Uh, Henry Ruggs. Okay. Yikes. Uh, Jerry Judy. Eh. And CeeDee Lamb was, no, was there one more before him? Let me pull up the entire end. I know Ruggs and Judy went before Lamb because Lamb went at 17. I Please think those- hold. Uh, Henry Ruggs at 12 to the Las Vegas Raiders. We understood that that was going to happen because he is fast. He was fast guy. And never mind. I was about to. That, yep. Not, mm-hmm. Yep. Leave nope. that there. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Leave it Thank there. You. Thank mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Jerry mm-hmm. Judy was second at 15. And of course, CeeDee Lamb was okay, the third Okay. So he was the third one. Okay. Um, but yes, quite literally. Uh, well, I was about to say, one of the best wide receivers in that draft, and I forgot, 22 is Justin Jefferson. <laughs> I forgot about that. But, Shout out to the Eagles. I mean, <laughs> incredible incredible wide receiver in CeeDee Lamb. Bonafide number one. I mean, that's what you, that, that is what you want from a first round pick. And you got that in the second half of the first round, man. Like, got to take that, man. Like, I got to appreciate that. That is absolutely a win. That's what you want. That's what you asked for. Got it, right? Um, your second overall, your second round pick, rather, 51st overall, Trayvon Diggs. Again, another Two double thumbs up. thumbs up. I mean, Trayvon ends up being a, like, kind of, kind of polarizing weirdly enough even though he was just like ill i'm getting all the interceptions rookie year well here's the thing since trayvon has entered the league there is no corner in the nfl that has more interceptions and more pass breakups than number seven that's it so the cowboys got a corner who did the thing that byron jones couldn't do which was create turnovers and he's done it better than anybody since he's gotten to the league pay that man and quit playing with me yeah, ain't ain't a single cornerback after when he was taken that I even knew the name of. Have you heard of a Christian Fulton? Who? Do you know what a Michael Ojemudia is? A what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, All right. Fant- fantastic All work, right. Cowboys. Good like, job. Good job, Will McClay. I mean, even the, even the idea that maybe you have a situation where you're like, I don't know, do you sign him? It's like just a Again, different level. Pay him and quit playing with me. Pay him. Well, the person that you're probably not paying, at least in my estimations, your third round pick, number 82 overall, Neville Gallimore, defensive tackle out of Oklahoma. Oh, boy. Yeah. yeah. And they've tried. They tr- yeah, and, thumbs down. And the tough thing about this is that this also, 2020 is the year when you still have Mike Nolan, right? Oh, boy, that name. Oh, that's a bad name around here. Bad words around here. I'm sorry. Just wanted to be thorough. Yeah, um, no, yeah, this is before we got to the point where you bring in Dan Quinn and the whole organization falls behind the idea that, oh, this guy knows what he's doing. We'll just let him cook. Um, <laughs> because am I wrong in Imagine saying that? <laughs> am I wrong in saying the organizational philosophy on like the spine of the defense changed because of Dan Quinn or at least in tandem with Dan Quinn's arrival? That and Micah Parsons, yeah. Because Neville Gallimore yeah. is not like – I don't think he's a traditional nose tackle. Like he's not a big body in the middle. It's the reason why you 
to have Mozzie Smith in the first round of the 2023 NFL draft. And so you had Osa has done a very good job as a defensive tackle. The other defensive tackle was supposed to be Neville Gallimore, and he just never sat right in the ways that they wanted him to. Well, I mean, I will give the Cowboys credit. Since Mike McCarthy's been hired, there's been a much more of an emphasis on the defensive tackle position. Don't forget, they tried, you know, what was it, the 2020 year when they tried, you know, Don Terry Poe, Gerald McCoy. Like, they tried to address the middle of that defense on the interior, and it just hasn't worked out. Between injuries and just dudes being done. Yeah, and then it's like, oh, well, let's go get the best defensive tackle available in this year's NFL draft in Mozzie Smith, and we think we might have gotten our – B.J. Raji or Kenny Clark, whomever you want to utilize from Mike McCarthy's past, that could be a man in the middle that helps out and frees up things for everybody else on that line. So, unfortunately for Neville Gallimore, sorry, Chris Arnold, Boomer, uh, it just hasn't worked out so far. I had forgotten old boy in the fourth round. Not old boy. The the first of your first fourth rounders had even been drafted from 123 overall. Cornerback from Tulsa, Reggie Robinson II. Oh, man, he is in witness protection, isn't he? (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, man. Hey, yo! <laughs> oh, I mean... Not really protection. Oh, man. Hey, yo! I mean, no? I mean... Wow. I, 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 look, man. I, I, look. That didn't work out. No. No, it did not. No, it, it didn't Ooh, work out. He said witness protection. Well, he's covered because that's a thumbs down. He's covered by uh, <laughs> your other fourth round pick. You traded to make sure you got to 136 overall to trade to draft a uh, center out of Wisconsin. His name is Tyler Biotish. Oh, my man was playing for the XFL's DC Defenders this year. Oh, Didn't even know that. Good for him staving off the idea of having to go get like a real job. I'm proud of you. Wow. Um. And I mean that with the utmost respect. Don't nobody go tell him that I was saying bad things. Respectfully. Not quite, uh, very respectfully. respectfully. Uh, but Tyler Biotis, your starting center. Like hey, I, hey, thumbs up, do, thumbs do up. Do you feel like people are coming around on Tyler Biotis? Because it seemed like since he started, it was like, yeah, I don't know. Like he's, we have him right now, but the first opportunity to get him to, you know, jazz him out of here, right? Like throw him out like jazz in the Fresh Prince. They were yeah. people were looking for it. And it seems like people kind of settled down a little bit on that. Well, because we kind of did the thing, you know, the thing where you get a great player from one university at, at the same position that you get the next guy from. Because uh-huh. remember that one time when that one guy from Wisconsin who was mm-hmm. really good at center, then Travis Frederick was around here. Yep. Then it was like, oh, Tyler Biotis, center, Wisconsin? You like the other dude? You like that? Oh, yeah. No, nah, it didn't work out at first, but he's he has steadily gotten better as his career has gone on, to where I don't have a concern about him anymore. Because at first, I was like, I don't know if my man's strong enough to handle it in the middle, but he has gotten better throughout his career in Dallas. So thumbs up on Tyler Biotis. I, resounding thumbs up yeah. on Tyler Biotis. I'm like, good with him. He's done what he's been asked to do. And it's one of the things that we we got to remember sometimes, man. It's easy for us to go like wild on this. Offensive line is not a place to get. Like, it's not easy to get these dudes, man. If you find one that <laughs> is a capable NFL starting offensive lineman, and the Cowboys continuously hit on the offensive line. That's that's good for something. Shout out uh, to Will McClay again. That's good for something. Shout out. That man deserves a lot of respect. Um, how about this fifth rounder? I'm sure this is going to be difficult for you to be able to thumbs up or thumbs down. 174th overall uh, defensive end out of Utah. His name is Bradley Anai. <laughs> Another man. <laughs> witness protection. I, I bet he wished he was in witness protection. Yeah. People remember his name. Yeah. In fact, I Y'all was trying to convince me that he was about to come around here and do something. Nah, man. Nope. Nope. Yeah. Sorry to that man. Sorry to that man. I think the best thing. Thumbs down. The best thing about like the Bradley and I pick is that you are here three years later 
And that name might make make you wince a little bit as a Cowboys fan, but you look up and you go, "Yeah, but we good though." Like, is there are you has there been a point in the recent history where you felt better about the, the edge rushers that you have on this team? You know what the theme of this segment is? Shout out to Will McClay. <laughs> Because Will McClay, if you make a mistake, oh boy. You're going to cover it up, though. Yeah, you're going to make up for it. It's like when your mom was at work, you was at home, you knocked that base over. Hey, give me this silly glue. Uh huh. Uh huh. I'm going to fix this. Yeah, yeah. Uh Look, man, I made a mistake, but we're going to make sure that it's good by the time she get here. That that is what the defensive end spot is. And of course, it's a fifth rounder, right? Like, I mean, this is a little bit, this is where we're starting to throw some darts and kind of, Mm -hmm. you know, take some flyers, but that one definitely did not fly. Um, How about this? Seventh round, 231 overall. Quarterback, James Madison. Ben DeNooch! DeNooch! Um, hey, shout out to his XFL career. Got himself a new job in Denver. Unfortunately, see, every coach at some point or another has that dude that they, they can fix. And like, hey, he's going to be a player for me. Mike McCarthy looked at Ben DeNooch and said, hey, man, you my guy. You're my guy. And Ben DeNooch was like, hey, no, I'm not actually. So I'm not actually all that good. But I can make you a hat. That spells Dallas upside down and make that go viral. Hey man, and he, people buy that Medford. He did a little something though. <laughs> I, a win is a win. Like I can't even hold him, man. I like, mean, it could did, be he did a little something. You know, worse things than now being, you know, Russell Wilson's backup in Denver. I mean, shout out to that man. He's Jared Stidham's backup. Oh, Stidham is there, isn't yeah, he? Yep, yep, yep. So yep, he's yep, a third yep. guy? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, okay. But he's he's getting an NFL paycheck, so shout out to the man. Uh, overall, a pretty solid draft. I mean, a good draft. Like, I, I don't think you can cut it any other way. You got two dudes that you will absolutely remain remain here on his second Ho- contract. Three? Ho- hopefully. Three? Tell her to be honest. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I got two in a, a strong two possible. Two possible. We, we, we bend spades. And you, you know who my possible Our is. bidding, rather. Yeah, you know who my possible is. Trey. Trey. Trayvon Diggs. Trayvon Diggs. That contract negotiation is going to be wild fascinating uh, between the Cowboys and Trayvon Diggs. Yeah. Because I don't think he's going to take any kind of discount. So the, the subheader of that segment is, shout out to Will McClay. Shout out to Will McClay. Good 2020 draft, guys. <laughs> Good job. And then of course, you get Terrence Steele as a undrafted free agent, which also very much helps that, that class view if, if you add that in because he is starting right tackle and one that people feel good about. Good job, y'all. Shout out to the 940 reminded me about Terrence Steele. Good job. So get right with Reggie KG right here on 105 through the fan. Coming up next, we go around the association where we found out this week, no matter if you win a bunch of games in the NBA, your ass still getting fired. Mike Budenholzer. Next on the Get Right. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.
About to go around the association here on the Get Right with Reggie KG on 105.3 The Fan. Kevin Gray, Reginald Atatula, mm-hmm. Larry D. Flores holding it down for here. Appreciate you joining us on Odyssey and the Odyssey app, the truckrate.com text line, 877-881-1053, 877-881-1053 if you want to get in on the conversation. Coming up at the top of the hour, Latrice Trammell, Dallas Wings head coach, going to be joining us live on the Get Right as the Wings get ready for their season opener on Saturday. Atlanta Dream, noon o'clock. And you'll be in the house for that. I will. I'm going to go see what's happening with the hoops. You know what I mean? Love me some hoops. Speaking of which, it is halftime in Denver. The Los Angeles Lakers, 53. The Denver Nuggets, 48. That is because Rui Achimura went a perfect 7 of 7 from the field. 17 points in 14 minutes for the Los Angeles Lakers, they have a five-point lead at halftime on the road as they look to try and even up their series against the Denver Nuggets and Nikola Jokic. LeBron James, the only other Laker in double figures, he's got 10. He was a plus 10 in the first half. Meanwhile, for the Denver Nuggets, Nikola Jokic doing Nikola Jokic things. He's got 16, 8, and 5 with two steals in the first half. Jamal Murray... Does have 10 points, but only on 3 of 13 from the field. Yeah, man, they keep, they've been keeping him from getting downhill. And he's just been kind of hoisting jumpers from deep and hasn't been hitting in the same at the same rate as he was in game one. Lakers started the second quarter on a 9-0 run after the first quarter ended 27-27. Lakers maintain a five-point lead at halftime in game two of the Western Conference Finals. I love it when this is why I don't pretend to be no level of prognosticator. I don't got no. I don't have like any level of magic crystal orb or anything. Because what did uh what did Dawson ask us in the crosstalk? He's like, oh man, you know, you think that uh, Rui Hachimura could be some level of like. I was like, nah. But that was on the defensive side against Jokic. But I'm, that that has ref- helped them. That has has helped them a ton because what that's done is that's occupy Nikola Jokic, and you're not going to stop him entirely. Sometimes they've even doubled off. Um, so to help with uh, Jokic and get the ball out of his hands, force him to pass so that he's not the one killing you. But the biggest thing is that now that allows Anthony Davis, one of the, if not the best defenders in the league right now, at least big man defenders, to roam and just block shots at at will. Like, no, that's a, that's an incredibly helpful strategy. And Darvin Ham has used that to his, uh, to his benefit. Now, I don't know if he called up the Rui Hachimura make every shot play, but hey, apparently that's the one that showed up today, so... Well, the adjustments that Darvin Ham has made so far in this series wasn't able to be done by Mike Budenholzer for the Milwaukee Bucks. Nope. So much so that a superstar said, hey, uh, coach not out here handling his business with these adjustments. In so many words, Mike Budenholzer was fired. Yeah, and Mike Budenholzer has had a five-year run with the Bucks, during which they won, na- uh, won a national championship, a uh, NBA title. Mm-hmm. But something, even during that title run, I was bold enough to say, and of course, some of this is tongue in cheek, but I was like, hey, man, even if they win the championship, fire him. Because <laughs> he, the Which idea on its surface is absurd, yeah, it's, but at it's the it's same time, you can do. Yes. But like the point being, I felt so strongly about the idea that this is a dude that was slow, in fact, maybe even did not make adjustments necessary. And that's his MO, right? Now, you could talk about the end of the series, the you know, the first round series this year against the Heat where, you know, his his brother had passed and he was dealing with things. And I, I try and offer a lot of sympathy in that place. But this is not a decision that I think was made on one game or one series. This was the final straw on a large stack of decisions with him. 
Now, how do we want to play this? Because there's quite a few openings in the NBA, oh boy. some of which are like some pretty good teams. Do you want to do a, I name the team and you give me a a, a coach that you think uh, would be good there? Because Sam Quinn of CBS Sports predicts the hires for all five opening jobs in the NBA right now. Okay, so the openings that we currently have right now. Philadelphia 76ers, where Doc Rivers was fired. The Toronto Raptors. Toronto Raptors, where Nick Nurse was fired. The Milwaukee Bucks. Yes, where Mike Budenholzer, as we previously were talking about, was fired. The Phoenix Suns, That's where Monty Williams was recently fired. If you have anything you would like to say on that, please go ahead. And the Detroit Pistons, where Dwayne Casey was not retained. Detroit. You want to start with Detroit? Yeah, because I'm I'm interested in them because they did all that tanking just to get the fifth uh, fifth pick overall. Yeah, that's tough. <laughs> that's well, rough. <laughs> and some of this is like you know that's not a team that was going to be good enough anyways. And then you had Cade Cunningham, local product. Yeah. Um, get injured, so it was just they like shut yeah, him down for the season. This team's not good. Like <laughs> I don't they even know how much you can say it was tanking. Yeah, yeah, they got a bunch of talented big men though that you could look around and say maybe you know a team Dallas could use uh, from that roster, but. I would say that's probably out of the five, the least attractive. Um, you could say that. I don't know necessarily that I'd say, but I hear you. I, I think that's fair. That's a fair argument that you can make. Because the other ones, I mean, two of these teams, well, actually three of them. Were considered championship contenders? Two of them won an NBA championship over the last, what, five years. Toronto. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, you forgot about the Toronto title? Yeah, because that was the get on my back Kawhi Leonard. All the yeah. ta- all the championship stuff left. That's right. <laughs> yeah. One fell swoop. That's right. All right, fine. Um, okay, so let's go with the Detroit Pistons. Okay. I don't think you're going to I don't think you're going to guess the pick that they've put here because this is more of a developmental situation. Sure. Right? Like you have to have somebody that can kind of guide this thing forward. If I had thought about it from that perspective, I might have thought someone like Kenny Atkinson. That is not the name here. But who are you thinking for the Detroit Pistons? Oh, that's tough. Uh, I'm not sure because there's a lot of <laughs> there's a lot of assistants. Do you not? Yeah, th- this feels like a lead assistant getting their first job. To yeah, you? it does. This How feels about like a Kevin Ollie, former oh UConn, UConn head coach? And I had forgotten him. He he left UConn or you know part of ways of UConn, however you want to say it. And he's just kind of been out there floating. And I was like, he's oh. one of the favorites for this job, if I remember correctly. If I saw, a I'm not gonna lie, I have not seen any of the scuttlebutt around this job because I do not care to that level. To <laughs> be completely honest with you, however, that is a really interesting name, like a dude that has coached in college, a dude that has had success in college, and probably you would imagine has some level of uh, understanding of how to coach young cats, while also not being like college coach guy who expects to have. I'm going to I'm going to put tight reins on these guys. And I'm going to call all the plays. Like he's been in the NBA. I imagine he has that understanding while also knowing how to develop younger guys. I think that that might be an interesting hire. And he's still close to the league as the coach of the overtime elite. So oh, I didn't realize that's right. So yeah, yeah, yeah. he's had even more experience trying to mold young players that are yeah. trying to become their fullest NBA selves. That name makes a lot of sense. So okay, I'm cool with that. All right, let's talk about some of these real heavy hitter names. Yeah, what team do you want to go to? Philadelphia. Philadelphia 76ers. Who you who you like there? Let me tell you something. Uh-oh. If, if Mike D'Antoni finds another job. But why why time, wouldn't he? The whole band's there, right? Like, was it Tad Brown is in an executive there? Of course, the president of basketball office. Daryl Moore, Moore. And as his own favorite. James Harden. James Harden. I don't think this really counts, but Daniel House on the team. 
if my D'Antoni get that job in Philadelphia. Run, bring the whole team back together, which, woof, woof. I mean, look, I guess the one thing you say is you got a defensive uh, anchor. That's That that offense-only stuff is not necessarily going to fly because you got Joel Embiid there. I I don't necessarily know that's the way that I go. I also don't know if I go this way that uh, Sam Quinn suggests. How about yeah. Nick Nurse, head coach for the 76ers? Hell no. Nah. Yeah, me neither. No. I Look, I just don't have a healthy respect for Nick Nurse, and it's probably unfair because, you know. I think he's a good coach. Not for that situation there. I don't know what the situation is that I call him a good coach. And that again, <laughs> that's me personally, right? I I don't have to. I don't know everything, honestly. So like, I could easily be wrong. The Nick Nurse thing just does not really call my name. Um, well, how about one of these other teams? Uh, let's go with Milwaukee. Milwaukee, who you like? I feel like you need an established name there. I agree. How about this? Monty Williams. That's the one that they go with. CBS Sports says Monty really? Williams championship infrastructure. No coach is going to make uh, wholesale changes the way they want to. Yeah. So what the Bucks are looking for is someone who can make a few tweaks, bring energy into the building, and adjust the half court offense. Giannis will love playing for Monty Williams. That's the thing. Is like that's also a place where it feels like vibes are going to matter. Yes. And you got a lot of veterans. Veterans respect Monty Williams. See if you can just make the vibes happen with somebody that can do a little bit more adjusting. Than the Mike irony of Monty Williams coaching the team that he lost to in the NBA Finals. Well, how about this irony? The CBS Sports, uh, Sam Quinn of CBS Sports says the Phoenix Suns should hire Mike Budenholzer. Hell no, bro. <laughs> no. No, no, no. 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 But this is what we're talking about in the NBA. There's so few, quote unquote, good coaches that you see the retreads happen Year after year. That's why Doc Rivers was able to land another job with his boy in Philly. And guess what? You got the same damn game seven result that you always get from Doc Rivers. You don't win them. Now, is there a name that comes to mind to you? Because I don't know if I specifically say this is the way to go, but I'm interested in the idea of why the hell hasn't Sam Cassell's name come up? Longtime lead assistant in this league, obviously played in this league a good amount, and by all accounts, a damn good assistant. A dude that players respect? You know why? Why is that? He might be waiting for the guy that's in front of him to leave. Ty Lue. Ty Lue. Who says that Ty Lue's going to remain there? I saw a report recently where there's a rumor going around that Ty Lue's sick of the fact that Kawhi Leonard and Paul George are never available to play ball games for him. Yeah, it takes a lot of finagling to try and manage. And it's wearing him out. Yeah, but that's what the money's for. (laughs) What good is it if you can't win games? He was brought there because he helped Cleveland win Larry, a title. Larry, did he just ask me what good is all the money? My point is, all right. it's clearly not good enough if he's talking about he wants out because his superstars aren't available for him to play. So you got Ty Lue to the Suns? That it would make a lot of sense. I think it'd be interesting. I think it would be very interesting. I'd be interested in it. Um, the Toronto Raptors, they, are, they uh, Sam Quinn of CBS Sports puts Adrian Griffin there, high-level assistant. Um, so There's one in Miami I think it would make a lot of sense for them. Uh, actually, ironically, his name is Quinn as well. Uh, I believe Chris Quinn, longtime assistant in Miami with there Eric Spolstra. Uh, I think he would be a good fit there. Got a chance to be a really good head coach in the league. Yeah, I hope the Milwaukee Bucks don't do the thing that they seem to be doing. Or is it Milwaukee or Toronto that's been uh, interviewing all these, all these dudes? It's like you should not give that person a job. Was it Toronto that interviewed I think it JJ? Was Toronto, mm. yeah. Well, hey man, that, I love that JJ. Did happen, Reddick. Didn't JJ Reddick seems to be great at this media thing. Don't do that. That's like if Josh McCown had gotten a job in the NFL. Houston head was coach. trying. The Texans <laughs> were trying. It's to get right, Reggie KG, right here on 105.3 The Fan. Coming up next, the head coach for the Dallas Wings, Latresha Trammell, joins us. Trammell, you're. I just don't want you to say it in her face. 
Reg will do the interview next on the Get Right. <laughs> we really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.